Hello and welcome to the Moving Curve. I'm Rukmini, a data journalist based in Chennai. Two nights a week on this mini cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I'm considering this one. What is the real harm from the government trying to speed up a new vaccine? It's day 161 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India and we are reporting 6,73,165 cases with 19,268 deaths. For the last few days, the big controversy in India has been over the government's apparent attempts to push through a vaccine within timelines that seem quite frankly impossible. What happened is that on the 2nd of July a letter from the ICMR's director Balram Bhargav to 12 hospitals began to circulate on journalist WhatsApp groups and I've shared that letter in my medium post. In the letter Dr Bhargav says that Bharat Biotech a pharmaceutical company based in Hyderabad has got approval to begin human trials for a covid vaccine candidate. Bharat Biotech by the way is one of two Indian companies the other being the Ahmedabad based Zydus Cadilla which say that they have isolated strains of the SARS-CoV-2 virus in India and now have got approval to begin trials of their vaccine candidate on humans. But the ICMR is a direct collaborator on the Bharat Biotech vaccine candidate. The National Institute of Virology which is under the ICMR isolated the strains of the SARS-CoV-2 that caused COVID-19 and then they transferred these strains to Bharat Biotech in May. That's why the ICMR is particularly backing the Bharat Biotech vaccine candidate. Now the tone of the letter is really strange and kind of aggressive. Dr. Bhargav writes that the 12 hospitals that have been chosen to be clinical trial sites will need to enroll subjects by July 7th by the latest because the government intends to roll out the vaccine by the 15th of August. There are so many levels of problems here. One is the question of whether this letter should have come from the ICMR or from the company which is developing the vaccine. The second is obviously how the ICMR could possibly intend to roll out a vaccine from next month when vaccines take years to develop. The third is whether it's good scientific practice to set a date for rolling out a vaccine without knowing whether the vaccine candidate is going to work. There are many more issues but the last one I'll mention at this point is this. Whether the government should be writing such aggressive letters if it wants the trial to be conducted fairly accurately and in a manner that's fair to subjects I spoke to Dr Anand Bhan a public health advocate and bioethics researcher about the questions around the ICMR's letter Right so the indication in the letter about the 15th August date and being ready for public use right. and also expressing the level of confidence that they seem to be showing in the vaccine candidate right. um is a bit surprising because you know it's not like they um are a new kid on the block in science right. you know this is an agency which has been around for decades and also has been involved in vaccine development so they know the pitfalls of uh, success rates right. success rates in vaccine development can be extremely low um, and um, everyone knows that we are dealing with a novel virus and also with a candidate which is new so you know while everyone obviously including all of us Right. wish the best for uh, for this particular candidate as we would wish for any other vaccine candidate because everyone is looking forward to a vaccine right. we have to be also cognizant of the fact that you know we cannot overpromise because we know there is um, you know the chances of success are fairly low in the vaccine world right. and uh, you know let 
HIV is a good example for a, for a disease which was first described around 1983-84. We still don't have a vaccine, you know, and there's been so much investment on it. So, so yes, you know, it would be a lucky break if we managed to get a vaccine for COVID-19 and even more luckier if we managed to get it in a year or a year and a half or two years. Um, but, uh, you know, that doesn't mean that uh, we can assume that we will have one um, and that we will have one in 45 days or two months. After the media wrote about Dr. Bhargav's letter, the ICMR was forced to put out a clarification the next day in which they essentially said that the letter was just to get clinical trial sites to speed up approval. I frankly didn't find that to be a very reassuring clarification and I asked Dr. Bhan about making speed the main aim. So speed is good um, and you know wherever we can we should try to expedite um, in the sense that yes you know there are sometimes issues with uh, red tapeism, permissions can take time um, but that is true of government permissions as well right so that would apply to internal processes within the bureaucracy within the icmr itself you know and, and i'm hopeful that uh, they are also trying to cut it down but you cannot uh, take away uh, you know any procedures which are must uh, have at the institutional level so okay. due diligence at the institutional level ensuring that the ethics committee has adequate time to look at the proposal um, you know, examine it in entirety, raise concerns, get clarifications, uh, look at the consenting requirements, look at whether um, ethics issues have been uh, responded to or if there are any outstanding issues. If the science seems solid. In this case, because it's phase one and phase two, they might also even want to look at preclinical data. Because there's none of that obviously is in the public domain, right? It might be with the drug regulator's office because they, they are the ones who've given permission for phase one, phase two. But the ethics committees would want to take a look at that to be confident that this is something which is ready to go for human clinical trials. Now, if you write a letter like this, which corners institutions, um, then it would put undue pressure on institutions and by extension on committees within the institution. Even though ethics committees are supposed to be independent of institutions, um, you know, obviously there is a communication, uh, uh, you know, link with the institution. And so you might also have uh, then, you know, the institutional heads feeling pressurized or cornered into um, doing things faster. Right. Right. That does raise concerns that that might mean that, you know, the proper due processes and procedures might uh, not be always followed or not followed uh, in the entirety, which could leave um, a possibility that adequate attention is not paid to quality, safety um, and concerns around efficacy. When it comes to ethics, there's a point that Dr. Bhan made that I felt was very important. Ethical considerations will mean that all trial participants will need to be counselled about how they should protect themselves without a vaccine, given that this is a potentially lethal pathogen. If you get proper informed consent and counsel your subjects well, then you're going to need a very large number of participants to ensure that some are exposed to the virus. Also, the numbers required would be much, much higher. Uh, you know, Dr. Soumya Swaminathan yesterday, I think, um, talked about literally thousands um, and uh, the time frame required being much higher, which is absolutely true because for an efficacy study for a vaccine, when you would need to counsel all trial participants for ethics issues to use masks, to uh, follow physical distancing, to keep washing their hands, etc. The numbers required to ensure that you have enough events uh, to be able to uh, say with confidence that there is efficacy um, or not would be fairly high, which would mean that you would need to recruit 
upwards of 5,000, 6,000, maybe up to 10,000, 15,000. I mean, one would have need to look at the design and what kind of a smart design they come up with. But anywhere under that uh, would be a bit surprising. Now, obviously, to get that number and the number of sites involved and consent those individuals, ensure all due infrastructure is ready and you get all the permissions, etc., can take a lot of time. I mean, even with the rotavirus, I think it took well over a decade uh, for us in India to those uh, do those studies. So um, it's going to be a challenge and certainly not something you can do maybe in a couple of months even. It will take much longer. Um, I think even the clinical trials registry um, entry clearly indicates uh, more than six-month follow-up for um, the phase one, phase two studies that they're talking about. Um, if, if you look at the, uh, the timelines which have been laid out. The second letter, that clarification I mentioned, also contained a slightly snarky sideswipe about those in the media and scientific community who were raising questions. And I asked Dr. Bhan about that. We've also seen... Uh, you know, questions raised about people being skeptical or uh, raising concerns. I don't think that's the right thing to do in science either. Uh, no one is coming from a place where they don't wish well uh, for any of these vaccine candidates or the science in this country. I think everyone is very invested and very supportive of that. But to say that if you do ask questions that in some way you are, um, you know, questioning the credibility of Indian science scientists or Indian agencies is not a fair comment to make. So I was again a bit surprised to see that uh, in the press release on the 4th because I think what uh, many of us, um, including the media, many scientists, um, you know, have raised concerns about is, you know, uh, how is this based in science and how do we explain this based on what we know, understand about science, even with the expedited processes in COVID-19. It's this tendency to attack anyone raising questions that really worries me the most. Not just because of how unfair it is on those asking questions, but also because it demonstrates an inability to accept criticism or even failure. And I can't think of a worse note for a vaccine trial to start on than that. Thank you for listening. This episode was edited by Anand Krishnamurti. Next week, a new question. 